Hey everybody, Dr. Rick here. Dropping in on you. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Hope you're getting your week off to a great start. Let's jump right into it. Look, I hear people talking all the time about their dreams, about their visions, about the desires they have for their lives, about the thirst uh, for financial freedom, uh, the desire to build wealth, the desire to live a life of fulfillment, and all those things are worthy. Uh, there's nothing inherently wrong with any of those things. Uh, the thing is, how do you go about achieving it in real time? Uh, there is a real thin line between what is a vision or dream and what is fantasy. Fantasy is an idea that look at but never truly give enough consideration to to pursue it. It, it, it it's it's fancy it is a fancy of thought of what it would be like if and see that's the difference the fantasy is the exploration of what it would be like with no follow-through the vision is an idea of something that you're meant to have, something that is within your procedural reach, meaning that you can follow certain steps and you can have it. And, you know, it may not happen in a time frame that you think because you may not have all the pieces to the puzzle uh, to be able to calibrate or calculate how long it's going to take. I can tell you that I have rarely hit my goals in the time frame that I set. Number one, the, the number one reason is I set these astronomically high goals. I leave no room for anything left on the table. What, what do I mean by that? I mean that I'm not sitting up and going, man, I can do that. And so I put it down and I do it and I feel good because I got it done. And then that will 10 or 15 other things that I could have done to make it even greater, but I didn't have that as a part of my goal. I stretch myself, and I'm not afraid of failure, so I stretch myself to the point of almost guaranteed failure, but in the failure, I fail forward. What does that mean? I get the absolute most out of every day, and it pushes me to the brink of being the best I could possibly be at any given time. I'm giving everything of me, and I'm leaving nothing behind. It's the, it's the reason I say I live my life on full and I die on E. Well, how does that apply to financial freedom, financial independence, the building of wealth, um, and the ability to bequeath wealth to those we love? How, how does this, it starts by understanding, number one, what it is you desire to do. It, it, it begins with having a, an idea or a number in your head. Most people I talk to about increasing their net worth they don't even have a number about the life they want to live because let's let's be real one of the biggest problems we have with money is we misunderstand it we see money as the end game and so it's easy to lose yourself see money is not the end game money is the means money is simply the thing that get that gets you the things that you want so you have to ask yourself what is it that i want where do i want to live what do i want to drive how much do i want to travel what do i want to wear uh, how much freedom I want to have to be able to move about in my time, my way, and all these other things that wealth can provide for you. 
And you ask yourself, okay, I want to live it like this. I want this and this and this and this. And you pick from this wide array of different things that you can have based off of financial freedom. And you say, okay, well, how much does this cost? Okay, how much will this cost over uh, my expected life? Uh, my, my, my life expectancy is X, Y, Z. And so how much would it cost to live this every year until that point plus 10? Give yourself 10 past your life expectancy minimum. But if you do this thing right, it won't matter. But you want to do that. You want to build and do it that way. So then there you are. You have this number, but you got to have this number. But the vast majority of people that I talk to don't have a number. They know they want their lives to be better. They know they want more money than they have. They, some of them have an idea of what they want to be classified as millionaire, but they have no number. So you need numbers. You need daily numbers, weekly numbers, monthly numbers, annual numbers. You need these numbers so you know what you're striving for so that you can calculate what you can do. You need to be able to say, I want this in a year, so I need to know what I'm doing every month. And if I'm doing that every month, what am I doing every week to hit that every month goal? What am I doing every day to hit that week goal? And then you break it, you've broken it down to this manageable but challenging number. If it ain't challenging, you're not reaching hard enough. If it does, you look at it and it doesn't kind of make you a little unedged, you haven't set it high enough. But then you have to go out and do it. And so uh, what I did is I decided a little over 10 years ago that I was going to create a course for everyday people that could actually take them into financial freedom if they follow literally 20 to 30%. If they just grab 20 or 30% of the course, it would change their lives forever. And so I decided instead of trying to take my limited perspicacity or understanding of the financial world, and I had done good for myself. I had done significantly better than the average person. But that was so much I didn't know. So what I did is I made up in myself that I was made up in my mind that I was gonna do something that the average person would think would be in and of itself uh, unattainable. And that was to reach out to the top performers, the Ray Dalios, the Warren Buffetts, uh, the T. Boone Pickens, the uh, David Swensons, and, and on down the line and literally get their input into what it takes and to find out how is it applicable if you aren't already a billionaire or a millionaire, how do you take, say for instance, a person that's making minimum wage and get them to even see the possibility? How do you take a person who's below the poverty line and say you can be wealthy when all they see is poverty? And I, I wanted to do this because I know the vast majority of the people that I serve, I'm not talking about clients, I'm talking about people I serve out of love can't see the vision. They can't see that dream. It's beyond them. They think you have to be special or you have to have somebody let you in in order to live that life. And so I started to research and I studied and I came across John Crowley, a black man who never made more than $12 an hour, worked as a parking lot attendant. But uh, it, but but fortunately, where he worked as a parking lot attendant, uh, attendant was in the financial district. And he would just simply ask them questions when they would come out and they would... Uh, willingly and uh, without resistance give him advice and he would take that advice because he had faith not in 
uh, any external thing, but he had faith that these people driving these type of cars had some understanding about knowledge, uh, understanding and knowledge about money, and he trusted them enough to take action on it. The key word here is action. So John Crawley never had a job beyond that that paid him more than $12 an hour, but what John did is he took a minimum of 20% of what he earned and he invested in these uh, assets and these mechanisms uh, that these people were telling him about and he grew his net worth uh, over a half a million dollars by the time he retired, had his home paid for, had his kids put through college and was still building it. And that was that's what $12 an hour. That's Theodore Johnson who never made more than 14,000 a year. Now when he made 14,000 a year, it's probably the equivalent of maybe 30 something thousand dollars a year. Now, 30, 40,000 a year now. He wasn't minimum wage, but he definitely wasn't going to grow astronomical, uh, astronomical wealth with it. But anyway, he had someone he knew who was wealthy that told him to take 20% of his income and invest it in certain particular uh, mechanisms, one being compounded uh, growth and whatever that was at the time. Uh, and so he found ways to do that. And uh, by the time he retired from UPS is where he worked at, he was worth $72 million. By the time he reached 90, he was worth close to a hundred million and he gave half of it away. Now these are just two examples and there are many others out there that you'll never know. Their names aren't popular, but they are living lives that the average person wish they could live. Now here's the funny thing I found. I found that the average millionaire in the US drives a Toyota Camry. It is not in the outward expression of your wealth uh, that shows your wisdom and knowledge. It is in the flexibility it creates for you that people don't see. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with driving a nice vehicle. I love nice cars. Uh, but I'm saying that it should be in a direct correspondence to a specific ratio that you create to say, in order for me to buy something I don't absolutely have to have, I have to have X amount of dollars times the amount it costs. And that's the way I operate. I operate that way. But anyway, I created this course. This course is 10 years in the making. It took me that long to chase those people down, to convince them to give me a bit, minute of their time. Uh, to really ask questions and to get legitimate answers. And they actually, um, the few that did not eventually respond that I was able to find a lot of what they contributed in writing and in other interviews and still gain what I needed to be able to, um, to, um, Put this course together. This course is an 18-month course. There's no quick fixes. There's no band-aid. Uh, there is no switch that you can flip on. It's it's work. It's it's consistency. It's doing things over time. It's learning principles. It's changing your mindset. It is surrounding yourself with other people so that think the way you do, that operate the way you do, that are headed in the same direction. I created this program to give people who really want to win a chance. Uh, you can now sign up for this program. Uh, there are two ways you can sign up. If you sign, you can sign up by paying in full or you can sign up by um, 
paying in installments. Those that pay in full uh, over the next week will get uh, six individual sessions with me to sit down and really hammer through uh, the mindset side of this thing. Psychology and success, regardless to what area, wealth, career, uh, sports, or whatever. Success is 80% psychology. It's 80% of what you have in your head and how you perceive things, how you approach things, what you what you allow your what what thoughts you allow to occupy your mind is going to have a massive impact on your behavior and your responses to any type of opportunities. So, uh, those who pay in for uh, the course, you will get six sessions with me. Those who pay in installments will get a break on what you have to put up up front. But I'm going to say this and I'll be done with this. At some point, if you want your life to change, you have to invest in yourself. And I'm not just talking money. I'm talking investing in a sacrifice of commitment. Being willing to commit yourself to something and say, I'm going to see it through. I'm going to follow through because the winning doesn't come from how fast you can do something. It doesn't come from how strong you are. It doesn't come from how much knowledge you can accumulate. It comes from this resilience of saying, I'm committed to doing something and I'm not going to stop until I see it done. If it doesn't come in today, I'll keep pushing. If it doesn't come in tomorrow, I'll keep pushing. If it doesn't come in next week, I'll keep pushing. I'm going to tell you that everything that I've ever obtained never came at the first push there are things that i swore i'm like man when is it coming but the, the that, that there's this thing that is in me now and it's been there since i was a kid it won't let me quit it won't let me give up it won't let